0: Hi, this is Sammy Smiles, and I am your host, Sammy Vance. This podcast is sure to leave you inspired and with a smile. Now let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sammy Smiles. I am your host, Sammy Vance, and today I have a great episode. I am so excited because I not only have one guest, but two. And both of them are known for making so many people smile. Paige Davis is known for um, her um, energetic and loving um, personality. And she was the host of TLC's Trading Spaces, as well as her role on Roxy in Chicago and Babette in um, Beauty and the Beast on the Broadway um, musicals, I'm pretty sure. And there's also Chris Bohinsky, which is the current host on PA Live and the founder of the Smile Story Project. I'm super happy to have both of them as my guests today. Um, and I am feeling that this episode is going to be the smiliest there has ever been. And it, if this if smiliest is not a word, it really should be. So thank you both for being here.
1: Thank you for having us, Sammy. It's good to see you. And you're right, I'm smiling already.
2: Me <laughs> too, infectious.
0: Thank you. So um, um, so sorry. Um, Paige, I invited you on my podcast, and then you said, Well, I think Chris would be a great fit for this. And after I read his smile story, I truly do understand why. And I was thrilled to hear about him because you're really awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think you really hit on something. Um, I think you and Chris are soulmates, uh, truly. Um, And when I heard about how your mission was to make people smile, I couldn't, I will turn my notifications off. Sorry, Sammy. (laughs) See, even as professionals can make novice mistakes, Um, I I really immediately thought of how I met Chris and how um, his mission really touched me and how he reached out to me with this notion of you know, telling a story about something that made me smile. And I could not, I could not speak to you without bringing Chris on board.
0: And I think that's really awesome. So can you both tell um, us a little bit about who you are and um, how you guys know each other?
1: Well, I'll pick up on that right away. The way I know Chris is he introduced himself to me on the sidewalk outside of the Ambassador Theater, which is the Broadway theater where Chicago, not currently now because of COVID, but aside from COVID, is currently still playing. And I was doing a run as Roxy in Chicago, uh, in and out of that show for many years of my life and he just frankly had the cojones to just come right on up and say hey um i see that you write a blog and i'm a fan and i'm really trying to get this smile story project and what makes you smile mission off the ground would you consider guest blogging on my blog he said and it was a really interesting turn of events because I might've been a little like, oh, okay, but I might've had too much insecurity to think that I could pull it off. But that particular night, that exact night, I happened to have a literal experience of something that happened to me on stage with a little girl who was in the front row, a young girl, very inappropriately at the musical Chicago in the front row. and. um Roxy has this moment in the show where she talks directly to the audience. And I even, uh, in in my performance, I tend to get down on my knees and even talk to the people who are in the front row. And this girl was right in my vision. And I, I saw this look on her face and I remembered thinking all the things she must be thinking at that age, watching a Broadway show. And I remember back to how I felt at that age. And I was so filled with joy and, Love and all my dreams came flooding back to me. And so I had actually literally just had that experience less than an hour before I met Chris. And so I said, I actually know exactly what I'm going to write about. And you betcha I'll get
2: that to you tomorrow. And Sammy, I will add to that that, you know, even just as we're connected right now with you, it's so strange. But so strangely wonderful how the universe really works, and how the notion of just wanting to spread a little bit of joy and happiness can really help you along your path and on your journey in life. That you may not even know what path you're going down, but if you're leading with positivity, then it's gonna to end to great things. And that night, you know, I, I gave Paige a greeting card with my name and my email in it. And I thought like, oh, I'll probably like, hopefully I'll hear back from her because you know, I was a fan, I, I still am a big fan of her when she was on my TV at home with my family. And the next day, not even 24 hours had passed and I was on the elliptical at the gym. And I remember a notification came up in my phone from Paige Davis and I thought, oh my gosh, I called my mom immediately. I was freaking out that she did it. She really did it. I, 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 I think I must have left the gym. Like I, like I didn't even care about trying to burn any more calories because it was like, Paige Davis emailed me and was wanting to smile with me on something that I really had just started. And, you know, from there we've grown and cultivated such a beautiful friendship and relationship that. it it, it truly is so magical that a smile can really be that spark that can lead to so much in someone's life.
1: I think authenticity is really important. And what Chris said is so powerful. He was leading with positivity, but he meant it. He was walking the talk and living the life. And that like he was saying at the very top when we first said hello you know the smile is infectious and i think that his positivity was also infectious and i i would put anybody to the test to be un, like to be incapable of smiling around chris because he helps you see what's good in the world and he helps you focus on what is positive there's plenty of stuff to focus on that's bad mm-hmm. and i think too like what he was saying about like who know you don't know what the i may have he may have never even heard from me again but the sheer action of putting forth that possibility and that hope and that intention nothing but good can come from that even if it wasn't a direct response from me that impulse to just be good and promote good in the world is always going to come back tenfold
0: I love that yeah amazing um I love how you guys met too it's just inspiring I guess you could say so Paige this next question is actually for you um, I found out about you when we were, I think it was actually during quarantine, it might have been before, um, but we Was watching... there
1: before quarantine, Sammy? Was there ever before
0: quarantine? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, we were watching the Trading Spaces reboot with my family and my parents loved the original um, and they just couldn't wait to show it to us, um, us meaning my brothers and my sister. So when we watched it, or since watching, my siblings and I really wanted to do training spaces, and I was especially extra anxious. We wanted to do it in our own house um, where we traded rooms, and this summer, it finally happened. Um, so my brothers and my mom did me and my sister's room, and then me and my sister and my dad did their room, and that was so much fun, and my room looks a lot better. So. <laughs> we put together a video which you actually commented on and that was so cool. And you even asked us to adopt you. So I'm glad (laughs) that you're on your family now. It was amazing. They didn't just put together a video. They
1: (laughs) put together like a, a, a faux trading spaces episode. I mean, a full like trading keys, running into each other's homes the secret, you know, you you can't see what's happening in your own room. (laughs) It was, I mean, it was pretty like hardcore, like replicating (laughs) an
0: episode of Trading Spaces. I mean, it was pretty impressive. Um, We're a big fan. (laughs) 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 So what was the best part about being on Trading Spaces and what um, is something that people might actually not know about it?
1: Oh my goodness. Well, those are two huge questions. Um, Uh, the best thing about being on Trading Spaces is exactly what we're talking about. That is the truth. I mean, other than the actual camaraderie of the people in the cast and also the crew, I mean, we were all very, very tight, very close. Um, And some of my closest friends are still from that job. And that was amazing. And meeting all the homeowners was amazing. The actual manual labor aspect of it, not so much, Uh, Losing sleep and being completely exhausted every day of my life, not so much. But the relationships were um, very powerful. But I think the thing that was, I mean, other than it helping my career, the thing that was the most rewarding was knowing how much people were liking it. I mean, that sounds a little self-centered, but like to know that families were being brought together, I really, it's countless the biggest and most the the comment I got the most often was I watched this with my family Mm -hmm. kids were not like ashamed or embarrassed to watch it with their parents and parents felt good about watching it with their kids and there was something for everybody in it and I think that's what aided in its success is that kids loved it and moms loved it and dads loved it and grandparents loved it and biker gangs loved it. And the entire (laughs) LGBTQ community loved it. And like everybody loved it because there was something for everybody in it. So to me, like hearing from your family about that video, like that is absolutely the best thing by far, by far the best thing about it other than just what was good for me as a just personally um and then the thing that i love most about the show that i don't know if anybody ever really believes me when i tell them (laughs) is that it was as real it was real we you know Mm. nowadays reality television has kind of taken a little bit of a turn and yeah it can still be real ish you know, it's not all like the Kardashians are overproduced, not all <laughs> reality television is like that. But our show really was not, like the neighbors really did do the work. We really did do it in two right. days. We really did only spend $1,000 Sons all the labor, which was free, uh, you know, but the room, we only would spend $1,000 on materials. Like, I I loved that, well, here's that word again, authentic. Like we really were what we said we were. Of course, we did some fun editing, but we never represented something that wasn't accurate. And in today's day and age, I'm just really proud that when reality television began,
0: it was truly real. (laughs) I love that, yeah. Um, And it was so much fun recreating it. I mean, it was, I was so, we did it in, um, since we also did it in two days, I think it was. And I was just so anxious, even though it was like one night that we slept in the basement. I'm like, what is it going to look like? I'm scared because my brothers are doing it. But then I'm ha- excited because my mom's also there. So it's not like something's going to go terribly wrong. Um, I was just <laughs> so worried. you think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How oh, many yes.
0: times did designers steamroll over what neighbors want? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> uh-huh. Those are fun to watch. (laughs) Um, So Chris, I was super excited to learn about your smile story and how we both actually have pretty similar missions um, to spread just happiness and joy. So can you tell us a little bit about what your smile story is and what inspired you to start it?
2: I moved to New York City in 2014. So at this point in time, it's 2021. So like seven years ago. And before that jump to New York from Pennsylvania, which is a bordering state, a lot of things happened in my life. My father had passed away from brain cancer. And my mother had a total um, blood infection over her entire body, where I became a caregiver to her for about ten months. Once I was all good on the home front, and you know I was okay to leave my mom by herself in our family home, I went to New York. After the, you know, challenging but yet fun times at home, for those last few months um, since graduating college, I went into a world where I knew no one. I didn't have one friend, you know, no connections, no ins with anyone in New York city, not one person. I was, um, subletting an apartment kind of illegally, um, through like a friend of a friend of a friend, like total stranger. And there was just so much, sadness that I saw in my first like two weeks there and I really needed something for myself to create my own joy because I was not finding a lot of it there because I was lonely I was all all on my own and the idea to come up with a blog uh, came and that's kind of how this was birthed I was I guess a lot of things happen on my life in the on the elliptical. Because I was on the elliptical at the gym and um, I was watching Shark Tank. And when I was trying to think, well, what can my blog be about? There was an episode where they were selling or pitching. Are you familiar with the show Shark Tank, Sammy? Yes. So they were selling or trying to get the sharks to get lipstick. And one of the sharks said that they would not give money to it because it already segregates half of the worry because, you know, not only like half the world wears lipstick or so they think. And when that, I heard that I thought, oh, this is great because what am I gonna do my blog about? That narrowed it down. I just need to do it for something that everyone can relate to. And the first thing that came to my mind was smiling. And then kind of from then, what started out as a written blog with guest contributors, with Paige being the first celebrity guest contributor to it morphed into a video web series where I interviewed people uh, on red carpets and you know different fancy events in New York City because they're everywhere you go there. And it always just had the same goal and its mission remained the same of just spreading happiness, positivity, and joy by, Smiling and smiling with yourself, smiling with someone else, and just trying to be a, a happy person. And, you know, it's so crazy that in this world we're living in, of course, the past, you know, few months, this past year has been unprecedented with everything going on in the world. But before that, you know, it, it's very rare to hear so often um, what I found out, just people not inquiring, asking them or asking others, what makes them smile, what makes them happy, which is kind of crazy. It's a four word question, what makes you Mm -hmm. smile, but yet no one asks it to anyone. So it's been a wonderful journey that, that four words with a question mark after it has led me now to Sammy's podcast. (laughs)
1: <laughs> don't you feel too uh chris that that um that that mission of yours it compounded on itself like don't you feel like it also took on its own kind of life to infiltrate your own feelings about the world and your own perspective of the world and your own processing of the world and image of the world and, you know, it came hand in hand, and the more you spread it, I think you also then felt it, and the more you felt it, the more you lived it, which made it easier for you to spread it back out again. Yeah. So I don't know if that's compounded or feeding on itself, but
2: all of the above, and or,
1: oh, right? Yeah. Combo
2: platter. No, absolutely, yeah. and it, it's. I've always, I think, thought of myself as a happy person. When you're then labeled as the smile guy, you know, you kind of feel the pressure to always be smiling. But honestly, like like what Paige is saying, Sammy, what once you start doing it, it's kind of you you just that's how you're gonna start living your life every day. And mm-hmm. you know, even the days that were the darkest in my life, with whether it be something uh, with friends, with family, with an illness, with a job, you know, you just kind of go back into your mind and think, you know, what, what, is, what is there to be glad about today? And, you know, today is different than yesterday. And, you know, let's not even think about tomorrow, but if we can just focus on something good, and even if you didn't have anything good that happened to you today, well, tell me something that made you smile yesterday or the day before, because chances are, if you recollect that thought, you're going to smile today, even if you're having a bad day.
1: Yeah, and I think um, too, it's it's like a, it's almost like a big, gigantic, explosive, far-reaching gratitude journal. You know, mm-hmm. gratitude feeds on itself, and when you think about what you what makes you smile, you can't help but be grateful. And I think therein is what lies. I think that's the true principle behind it um, and this might be a bit redundant for your the people who follow you Sammy and who who listen to your podcast and watch your podcast on a regular basis but I would be curious for you to tell me and Chris your story about how you came to that kind of germation of asking people what makes them smile because I do think gratitude is the bigger kind of underlying principle at work
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I wonder what you know a, a girl- your age where that wisdom came from and how you got started
0: yeah for me it's just when i i guess you could say started to make people smile or started to or people started writing letters to me saying you inspire me it just felt good and i wanted i I knew that other people were being inspired and wanting to start their own buddy bench project for their school so i um, it just feels good to know that I am helping someone and just kind of motivated me. So, yeah. And then I started my podcast and I'm like, it would be cool if I have a question that I ask every guest. And then um, what makes you smile was what it ended up to be.
1: <laughs> what are some of the things people have said?
0: Um, like in the letters?
1: Or, like, what are some of the answers you've heard or what makes you smile? Oh,
0: I've heard all sorts of things. I've heard um, uh, making someone else smile makes them smile. Um, the most recent guest that I had that's not you guys was um, a guy. He said his daughter's giggles. Like, his daughter's six months old, I believe, or three months. I don't know. Um, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... I just love to hear all of them. You know, so, Sammy, what
1: makes thing. you smile, Sammy?
0: Oh, it makes me smile? A lot of things, talking to you guys. Um,
1: <laughs> good answer, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: win. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Um, Sammy, you just said before that, you know, you are happy knowing that people write you a letter and they might say, you have inspired me, you've helped me. But, you know, you 12 years old is very young. You know, and you may not understand the scope of what you're doing right now, um, and and maybe what its effect is having. But for every every recognition you do get from someone, I'm sure there are dozens ones that you'll never even hear about or know about. You know, so don't ever get discouraged if you know someone doesn't write you a letter or comment on something because. Right, yeah. There's a lot of good in the world and sometimes it's hidden, you know, you just have to be reminding yourself that it's there.
0: Right, yeah, thank you. Since this is the smilest episode yet, we are gonna have to split this into a two-parter because we did kind of lose track of time, but it's still gonna be awesome. Since I end every episode asking what is something that makes you smile, I thought, well, I might as well answer. So it makes me smile so much when I get to talk to inspiring people such as Chris and Paige and many, many others. And yeah, that's what makes me smile. So I really hope that this episode makes you smile. And remember that you don't just have to be adult to make a difference. You could be a kid too. I hope you have a great day. Bye!